Oh yeah, Spence, we're back once again. Ventura Forward, your favorite podcast, bringing you all that stoke of the 805. We're so excited again to be back, talking about the fun in the sun, the local vibes, the hot music, the righteous food, and all the thing news in the 805. We're going to use our journalistic point of views and all of our hard work over the last week to bring the information inside this podcast with an amazing, great guest today. Are you ready, Spence? I'm ready to go. We're in my sweet spot. I love music. Yes, we are today. You know, we've had some fun stuff in the past for the last few episodes, but today we're excited to bring in... Um, a local businessman, I was going to say the son of a legend because we're going to talk multiple layers in this fun podcast. But today we have Brandon Salzers, the owner of the iconic Ventura Music and Record Store. Brandon, how are you doing today? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, sorry. And we'll pull Over that here. up real quick. Uh-huh. Okay. Great to have you on board. I, I have stories to tell. And just for you people on the prequel, uh, Brandon and I have uh, traded stories on music. It's, it's definitely my absolute passion and clearly yours too. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, so that's cool. So should we jump right into the store and maybe the history of your dad and and how he got into this business? So long before you were realized, uh, Mr. (laughs) Salsa, your dad started this record thing. About what year was that? Uh, I want to say 66. He started uh, in Oxnard uh, with Jim Salzer's Music Emporium um, at Carriage Square. Uh, Little tiny store, and he... I'm not sure, but when he opened another store called the Annex in Thousand Oaks, but eventually closed both down, built the one he's got now in 72, and to pay for it, rented out all the space to other vendors, and over the years, bought each one out, pushed them out, and took over the store to to what it is now where it's all us. Now, I know a quote from your dad that I saw, and I believe I saw it in the VC Reporter. It's the best business quote I've ever heard in my life. And I think what you just said speaks to Jim Salzer and what he knew. He said, when you're in business, you have to be swift. And I think in the record business, like you're talking about, having people in there, knowing what to do, what not to do, and acting very quickly, almost in some cases rashly, to take the risk to find that success. And I love that about him. And I can see that progression going, because when I was a little boy, I used to shop at Jim Salzer's record at the Jans Mall in Thousand Oaks. And I was in, at that point, the sixth grade. It's, you know, like 1969 or so. And I would go in there. And at that point, I had entered the world of, of pretty much hard rock. I was buying Cream albums. I was buying Allman Brother to albums. I was buying the Hendrix and all of that. And the girls that worked there, and it was mostly girls that I remember, <laughs> would always say, are these records for you? Uh-huh. And they, they would ask me those questions because <laughs> I wasn't buying the Monkees. I, I was buying the Woodstock generation and those songs that were uh, maybe a little above me. But I was lucky enough to have neighbors that influenced me uh, you know, very properly and wisely in rock and roll. Yeah, and moving swiftly and smartly in that rock and roll business, I think, is what Jim did. You know, the Salzers family not only created that identity of being something different, you walked into the doors of a Salzer Records place and you knew you were in a different environment. There was the music was playing, the incense possibly was burning, <laughs> the lights were a different color. You don't need to burn the incense, you can smell it everywhere you go in there. It just <laughs> it, sits and wafts. It's in the wood. It's in the heart. It's in the wood. It's in the wood. It's fabric. fabric. And the other thing about Salzers that we loved when we were kids, it was it was a little anarchy. Now, 
if counterculture, you, counterculture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's not let's not uh, to blow the world up. Let's, We're let's, business people after all. Sure, Anarchy yeah. is not really uh, conducive yeah, <laughs> to uh, to good business. Yes. Right. You'll swiftly go to jail. That's exactly exactly. But one of the other things that was great about Salzers, do you know about the old business cards? Yes, with the, holding the poop. Yeah, right. holding the looks poop. looks like Harrison Ford that, that that model. And what was on the back of it? Uh, what your rights are? Your for Miranda your rights. Yeah, I have car- I have those cards still. Oh. I'll get you one. Oh, <laughs> it was such a big deal when yeah. you had one of those. I was in the eighth grade. I had one in my wallet. Yeah, and it was just something to have. But that was the spirit. Of Salsers. Interesting that we consider that counterculture should know your rights. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, exactly. The Miranda <laughs> rights, but just knowing that because back then, if you were flying the freak flag, which many of us did with long hair, uh, you were sometimes targeted, picked out. Yeah, yeah just sure. a little bit. And for I got sure. picked out a few times, but there was reasons to pick me out on yeah, some of those well, occasions. Yeah, I can see that. But when we were listening to the music in the old days and going to Salsers, like uh, Spencer said, when you go into a record store, each one had it experience. It's experience. And Salzer's more than any. There was other record stores, Sunshine Records. It was a nice guy that opened up a record store. But it was basically a space that had records in it. But when you walked into Salzer's, the black lights were up. The posters were up. You saw Hendrix. You saw Joplin. You heard the music that whatever the person at the desk, at the cash register, wanted, they played it. And it was badass. It was so great. And that's what made you linger a little longer and do the old thump. Thump, thump through the records. Well, exactly, but you know, we're, we're we are still open. Mm-hmm. We're using a lot of was. Yeah, it I'm is. doing was on my on my. <laughs> it's still experience. there. We're oh, still we're, and we're gonna get there too. <laughs> and that's point of the podcast. Why I think we're doing this is talking to Brandon. We've been mentioning a lot of Jim Salzer and telling that story. But a Ventura podcast, Ventura Forward podcast. What we're doing is connecting the past, the present, and the future. Brandon, me and you share the experience of having families that have multiple generation businesses. Right, right, My family had Norn's Market. That's right. A lot of our listeners know that, created by my grandparents, Beverly and Leonard uh, Norn. And, you know, it's interesting growing up with your name on the side of a building. It is. Yeah, very few people probably have that in in common with us. We do, sir. And (laughs) then I hope you know as well, uh, sadly enough, when you lost your father uh, two years ago, my dad uh, briefly passed away about two weeks later. Oh, I'm sorry. As well. So. And, and, and Mine right before COVID, yours right when COVID started. Right, right? in that month, yep. It's a strange time to grieve. And to lose icons of Ventura. Yeah. To tell these stories of Jim Salzer. Greg Norn maybe will have his own episode one day, too. And we can tell some more fun stuff about me. And that's the, the lightness of this. We want listeners to be able to chill and relax, to know that you're finding out these nooks and these crannies, uh, also sponsored by a lot of our people. And so we're going to take a moment real fast to talk about our sponsors, where we got the Ventura Real Estate Company. Uh, the Mountain Doll, proud sponsor, Mr. M&M, the Ventura Music Hall, Pizza Man Dan, and now stepping into a new sponsorship with Arsenal Comics and Games as well. So these are a few of the names nice. that we get out there right away to sponsorship with and then getting into fun segments, Spence. Let's talk about this new one called How Are You? Okay, How Are You is going to start off to where each podcast, we're going to go with our guest, Mr. Brandon Salzer. How are you doing today? I'm doing give, all right. Doing give right. us a little bit of your schedule about maybe what you're doing today and how life's been in, in your personal life. My schedule. Yeah. Well, first, let's rewind. Okay. On, on Norrin's Market, I told my mom I was coming here. My mom is my partner, my business partner now. Okay. Told her I was coming in, told her about you. She used to drive all the way to Norrin's Market, even though we lived in Oxnard, to shop. Wow. One time, she forgot her checkbook. This is prior to ATMs, where you actually did pay with your checks. Forgot her. It was out of checks. And the guy said, that's okay. Just mail it. 
And uh, that really struck a chord with her. Like, this is why I shop at small businesses and it's not, it's not gonna be like this forever. And obviously it's not anymore. Yeah. But going back to your question, what's my day look like today? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, or, or an average day. An yeah. average day. There is no average day. As a life, and you are the, you're, you're the current owner of the record store, correct? My mother and I, yes. And you're supposed to give, give us a little of the day-to-day. What's Brandon Salzer's doing in Ventura? Well, a couple of weeks ago, for instance, I got a call at 2 a.m. that someone had thrown a rock through our window at the closed-down video store. Um, so I came out and met with the fire department and the police department. And uh, there was a smell of gas because he had s- stood on a gas line, broke that. Um, was up all night boarding up the windows. <laughs> that was that day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the next day I slept. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, uh, today, whew, boy, I just wrote out my list too before I came over. Um, a lot of financial stuff I got to go through. It's a lot of spreadsheets. Uh, I have to build some record crates. We have custom record crates that are kind of prefabricated that, that we sell them as quickly as I can build them, but they take forever to build. So I got to really? build, build some record crates, plaster our, uh, our stickers on the side. I even have a brand sometimes if I, f- if I feel up to it, a brand Salzer's Records on the side of it. Nice. But, you know, you can only put so much time <laughs> into projects like those. Um, That's cool. I like it. And so you're just kind of doing the, the ins and the outs from the top to the bottom. Ins and the outs. I have reordering to do on turntables. I noticed yesterday we're low on stock. We sell a lot of turntables these days. Thank God because vinyl's keeping us going. It's been the second life for record stores. Um, Good. It will always sound better. Every time. Every time. No matter and what. digital will never will never have anything over it. It can't. It can't. Because digital jumps from thing to thing. And analog is smooth. And no matter what. No yes. matter what. Absolutely. And it's the warmth of spinning the black circle. Yes. Uh, when you when you set even just setting on the vinyl when you begin, just that sound alone is zen. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And it's 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 a shared experience. You don't really listen to your record player with headphones on most of the time, unless you're at home and you're young and you want to hide it from your parents. Uh, the death ahead, of shared music is earbuds. It's true. Before, if you were at the gym or something and, and you heard the music around, sometimes it might not be your cup of tea, but get through it. And then other times you'll just go, oh, my God, what the heck is that? Right. Or, or but you, you're all grooving to mm-hmm. the same song. Kind of you can see the, the same kind of. Yeah. Rhythm to everyone's workout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's incredible. Yeah. So uh, what else do we have on the questions of the day? Spencer. Well, Spence, we want to know how you're doing, too. How am I doing? I'm doing great. Are you doing good? <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, busy. Wake up early. Do what I do. And I hope every day that something fun happened in the news and not something lousy. Because in the morning show, a lousy news. And Rich does a great job on that news. When I say lousy news, we're talking about stab and shoot. And it's the terror of... The things that happen. We have to report that. So it's fun when just cool stuff happens. When we can bring up things like music because, like for the the, the Jubilee for the Queen, uh, the Sex Pistols are going to be involved with it, which completely, I, I just think that's wonderful because they did uh, God Save the Queen course, all those yeah. years back. And right. now they feel a little more like, hey, we get where you were coming from. you know. And they were anarchists. Yes, they uh, were. Johnny Rotten. Yeah. Yes. Well, Not, yeah, still an interesting person. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's fascinating. So I always hope that things like that happen. And this morning, it did. And we were on together, and I, I, I had a great time. So I'm good. doing good. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to see you that. Go. You know, i got to say, I'm doing pretty darn good, too. It's uh, baseball season got wrapped up. I had a week off of running the snack shack. So it, the first time in about 10 weeks, I wasn't running around, getting the barbecue supplies, going to the donut shop, getting some Thompson donuts for the kids. 
uh, making sure the umpires were showing up. And so it was really kind of nice to have a weekend off from being a responsible uh, Little League board member and then going and watching my daughter play some softball stuff. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking about all the volunteers out there, mostly the umpire, Spence. Know the difference now. Now that I'm umpiring and I have my wife, I'm back in the stands. And she'll give these little, just little chirpities or jippities. I go, sweetie, you realize that's like talking to me now, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was just funny little things like that. And so the more you guys, as we grow up, right, as as young, as young boys, you're all reminiscent about music and talking about we are growing up with our experiences. And th thank you for sharing yours as I shared mine, Spence. So fun stuff. Moving on to our next segment. We got Let's Get Outside here. Let's Get Outside is brought to you by the Mountain Doll. We're going to get outside in the 805 and, and do some fun stuff in the one. So we're going back to our guest, Mr. Brandon Salzer. What do you do outside for some fun in the city of Ventura? Oh, the man. County? Uh, about nine months ago, uh, I was watching my daughter play tennis. She was in a tennis clinic. And I realized, well, I played 30 years ago. I should play with her. So I bought a racket, went out. I play tennis twice a day now. Uh, I have terrible tennis elbow. I've lost about 50 pounds in the nine, last nine months. Whoa. Awesome. I've stopped listening to the news. That helped a lot. Good, good, good. <laughs> I, I understand. I decided, you know, these. I'm going to focus on things I can control. Not, I used to be an avid, you know, every political podcast I could consume, I would. I just step back. I don't want to get worked up over it. Every once in a while, I dip my toe back in the water, and the same exact thing is happening from a school shooting to they're about to get Trump <laughs> mm -hmm. to whichever. Sure. Um, and I just decided I'm going to focus my energies on things I could actually do and change. Uh, raising my nine-year-old daughter, improving the store across the street, finding a new tenant for the video store, things like that. That's, I love to hear that, you yeah. know, evolving off and doing your thing. Tennis, too. I'm uh, Because of this, uh -huh. I, I I've been told by the doctor not to use my right arm, so I've taught myself how to play left on the ball machine. How's that going? Three weeks in, I can I can hit. People can't tell I'm not a lefty. So, Pickleball at all? Uh, I don't because I hate it? the sound that the ball makes when it hits the thwack. racket. <laughs> it's, it's really loud. But people love it. It's really loud. It's though. really loud. It's a big thwack. Exactly. Yeah, it is, it's, that's, I love the sound. It's of a high ball. decimal. Spence, you got plans to go outside at all this weekend? What's happening? Well, the problem with us is since my son uh, still does hockey, the outside is a great indoors because he plays ice hockey and see me. So when people say, uh, does your son get out much? I'll say no. Uh, but he'll be in the hockey rink for three hours. Ice hockey's great. Uh, we, we are big fans. I, yeah. Anybody yeah. who listens over here, um, go. I just I love ice hockey. So getting outside sometimes is challenging, oddly <laughs> enough, and that that explains my uh, light complected. Uh, you know, I just don't get out much, but we do a lot. We're gonna have to find some more events to get outside with me because I'm gonna be going down to the pier a lot this week again. I found a few little stickers and upkeeps I want to do on the pier, working with collaboration with Pier Under the Stars, City of Ventura. I happen to be the Parks Rec Commissioner, as some of our listeners know, using some of the collaboration there, which is always fun. Oh, this is the new one here. Going topic number three, moving down our segments. Brought to you by Ventura Music Hall, the Ventura Vinyl, Spence. I'm going to give this one to you to take over. So you start a little category called the Ventura Vinyl. So a Ventura Vinyl, what are we listening to today? Now, and I, I'm so glad, uh, Brandon, that you uh, pointed out the fact that it is an is and a now. I, I tend to go nostalgic <laughs> sometimes. But the record store that you have, it's so fantastic. Anybody who hasn't been there, it's like all new, part museum, great funky old vibe. You got the kids in there that, that know the music. They're polite as hell. You train them great because when old guy like me walks in, always a pleasant, pleasant greeting. It's great to hear. I'm going to go back to my olden days when I think, when I was like the 9, 10-year-old kid buying in Thousand Oaks. So I'm, I'm going to tell a story. Caution to everybody out there. 
this story is sort of naughty. Uh, and I oh. told it to Spencer. Uh, but this, <laughs> this is a funny thing that I can happened handle it. to a naive kid <laughs> in Thousand Oaks. Okay. So I go up, and they used to sell, believe it or not, um, uh, items that you use to smoke marijuana. No. They did. They did. They, <laughs> they did. did? They did us in Thousand Oaks. And us now, yeah. So I'm in Thousand Oaks, and I don't know anything. I just like the music. So I go up, and I put my record on, on the little counter there, and I'm buying it with my paper out money. And I look down, and there's this thing called a stone. And a stone was a stone that had a hole through it, and you'd put the joint in one side. So it was sort of like a roach clip, but you held ah. the rock portion and smoked the joint. This is what people tell me. So I, I, I don't know none of this. And they're all down there, and they have beautiful art on them. So I have no idea what these are for. And I'm, I'm looking down, and one of them, and remember what year it probably oh, was. We didn't sell them to you, did we? No, no, no. <laughs> this is better. This is better. And this shows you what great employees your dad had okay. then and now that you have. So I looked down, and I thought they were just little art pieces. So it was 1969. Maybe it, it could be that, too. Absolutely. Anyway. 1969. One of the stones had 6-9 on it. And I look up at the girl, and I say, are you going to do some for 1972? She just starts giggling. <laughs> I'm a kid. I have no clue. And she's giggling. And I thought, okay, this nice the girl is laughing. A few years later, I, oh, right. it was so funny when I, when I had that realization <laughs> of what was going on and what was for sale there. And now we know that marijuana is a legal product in the state of California. And, uh, you know, God bless the voters for making that happen. Sure. Yeah, and I think it's been a wonderful thing. So moving forward to the store now. I want to know if I can, can I go here? Please, okay, please, good. oh, please. I, are you the buyer? I, when I go in there, there's <laughs> records, there's jewelry, we have there's a posters. We, we have a team of buyers. Damn. I have a, a person who does the record buying full-time, Jeff. Mm -hmm. um, he does a lot of accounting work as well. Um, we have a gifts buyer, uh, my aunt, that does it with my mom. They, they travel around to gift shows, find all this odd toys such cool um the pipe shop um we have a couple buyers for that mm -hmm. actually there's a couple other buyers in the record shop too there's a lot of buyers um i do mainly like technology uh accessories record accessories dvd blu-ray that's kind of kind of shrunk a bit but um yeah i mean there's a lot of people it's not just me it's about kind of orchestrating all the buyers and all the employees and kind of move them in the right direction like my dad said, uh, we try to act swiftly. That's why he never expanded, because he wanted to be quick mm -hmm. and agile and didn't know how he could have two stores far apart. He tried it with Thousand Oaks. It was tricky for him at the time. And he's like, I'm just going to do one big store and then do another one across the street so I can just walk across and check on that. <laughs> and before, it was, I think, a converted gas station that That's was right. across the other road. We used to go there for That's videos right. in the very early in days. In 1980. Yeah, a yeah. long time ago. It was an old gas station. Then we when the we built the current, well, the, the newer video store on the corner in 85. And then we put all of our used into that gas station that was the video store and called it Recycled. Mm -hmm. But it was so eclectic. It was. But also had everything that was new. And it's an interesting mix because what Salzer's Records does now, whenever it's a birthday, especially with my kids because yes. they're, they're fun, I go there and pick up tchotchkes. It's for Christmas time. It, it, there's nothing like it to go through, get T-shirts and just all this goofy stuff that delight the kids and adults forever. Uh, you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg mugs. <laughs> I got right. one for my daughter, right, to right, right. RBG. 
and just all of this stuff that's in the store. Very eclectic. And it's illustrative of my dad's personality if you've ever met him, mm-hmm. which you have, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got an the eclectic dude. Interview. Yeah. I was. And uh, mm-hmm. people ask me if I miss him. I say, well, of, of course, but he's. I, every time I walk in the door, I, I feel him everywhere around me, in the wood, in the smells, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, those vinyls right now. I was checking out Tim Stew with the Ventura Music Hall. Have you heard of this artist Brooks Nielsen coming to town? I have not. Okay, we'll have to check that out. I'll play a little tune here, maybe on our radio today here, this podcast. But someone coming to town, I saw on your social media. Oh, wait. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I do. You I got do it. Yes, I posted that myself. Oh, you did? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Sorry. <laughs> how'd, yes. You, how'd you hear about Brooks Nielsen? Um, uh, my contact at Ventura Music Hall said, check this out. I listened to it. I liked it. I, I said, is there anything I could do to help promote it? She asked me to post something oh. for, about it, and I did. And for Ventura Vinyl, if you want and need vinyl, Salsers is the place to go. For my wife, I got an AHA record, nice. and it was right in there. I got both Billie Eilish, or at least two of them, for my daughter, because that's happening. Bought <laughs> a couple of old jazz records, because, again, as you were saying earlier, uh, the sound of the needle falling. And the other thing is, it's not like that punch forward, punch back, and you skip this song, skip right. that song. You enjoy the record. and You, you listen, listen to songs in their context. That's right. You're forced to. The old thing, how many, a trivia question, how many grooves are on a record? Standard 33, how many grooves? You're going to get me so hard on this. I'm going to say five. There's two. Oh. Because it's continuous. There's one on one side and one uh, on the ha, other ha, side. Ha, ha. That's ah. the answer. There's was, two. But, but the groove is exactly what it's all about. So, folks, we look at a lot of people. like We were thinking of fun things to do like uh, uh, vino and vinyl and just getting people together, you know, a nice. glass of wine like and that. just walk around so people can talk again in a record store. Right. Because when we look at Ventura Vinyl and Salsers, it's also a communication. It's a lifestyle. It's something that we don't do enough. It's speak to strangers. Right. In record stores, we used to. Yeah. Well, my dad always wanted people to have somewhere to go other than a bar mm-hmm. you know or or like a hardware store yeah when everything started going digital and digital downloads he said don't worry everyone will always need somewhere to go mm-hmm. so we just kept it going and and yeah it's we we continue to do better and better so you know we're keeping it going i, I think that's something important to say there because i used to go into salzers as a kid and i loved going upstairs <laughs> that was it and I say that, and I and I need to get back more now doing this podcast, thinking about it because I'm in a different style of life now. I'm 40; I, it's in that middle range, you know. I'm not like buying the younger stuff. My budget's a little bit tighter. But is Salzers a place that you welcome people to come in and not buy anything? You just said that in a sense because sometimes I feel like when I go into a store like that, I feel like I want to buy something. I don't always have the money or know that I want to buy something. I want to just go hang out. Right. Do you encourage that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. If- People come in all the time, browse, they don't find anything they want, and they leave, and that's fine. Um, it's not a place where you come and sit down, kick your feet up, and pull out your laptop and sure. work on your screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, uh, no, but I think there's a happy medium of that, right? Absolutely, like, yeah, if you've got nothing to do. No, no, no. We, you know, if you're, you're not going to buy anything, get, get the hell out of here. Yeah. But <laughs> like, that, that's the vibe. But the sometimes. other thing about it. I, I hope so. That's yeah. good. That's good. But a record store is also the thing. You don't want to sit down there with your laptop because – uh, like I said, just the thunk, thunk, thunk. Even when I go up to the posters, yes, boom, yes, yes, I just yes. go left, left to right, and I'll see one. There's I go. a music in the moments within the store. Yeah, and and one, it's it's almost like flashcards for my life. Yes, I see, I go, oh, and I start cranking that song in my head, or I see Billie Eilish, and I think, man, my daughter would love that Stranger Things. And you it go. It could be through. worse though. She could be listening to something much worse than Billie Eilish. 
There's sure. a lot of worse options. <laughs> yeah, and, and there are. And, and I, I love Billie Eilish. Yeah, she's, she's uh, very talented. Oddly creative. And know? same with Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, my mm-hmm. daughter, my nine-year-old, loves her, hates Taylor Swift, which I listened to both recently for the first time. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Okay, we can see it. Yeah, yeah I can see and it. And that's it. When it comes to live music, vinyl is one of my favorite things because my favorite records from the past, you know, I, I love the Fillmore East albums with the Allman Brothers and Jimi Hendrix and uh, Santana, um, Moon, uh, Moon, Moonshadow. I'm, I'm screwing up here. I think it's Moonshadow. And I love live music. So when you look, again, the selection of the music, who is the person in the store when I'm in there that picks the album to be played? Who, who makes the that decision? The manager does. Manager on site says, yeah. we're going to play this record uh-huh. today. Because you have subliminally forced me to buy some records because I hear that. And I walk up to person behind counter and I say, you got to tell me, what is that? Well, we do give some instruction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have had issues before about what music is played. Um, because some managers tend to just want to play the music that they like, which doesn't necessarily work, particularly if you're into like heavy grindcore n- metal. You, know? mm-hmm. like, um, you want to play music that we have in stock to sell. First off, don't sure. play it from your phone and we don't have it or there's no way to get it. You want to play something you can you can you can sell to people and you want to play something that 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 speaks to the audience within the store. If you look around and, and, and people are all in their mid 40s, you probably want to play something for that demographic. You know, you want to kind of tailor it for your audience. But you can sneak something in that reflects, uh, you know, to the past. Like I think, um, well, it, it's a little uh, promise of the real. Yeah. Uh, Willie Nelson's kids mm-hmm. who's playing with Neil mm-hmm. Young. Oh, now. I love them. They're, and Billy Strings. Yeah, I Billy Strings is great too. There's another yeah. guy when you see him play. So for us old guys, we can hear this kid and say, "What the hell?" Yeah. You know, where where did that come from? Right. Well, with I believe Billy Nelson's kids both play with him on Promise of the Real. So it's a family mm-hmm. affair there. There's Particle Kid, which I, Mike and Nelson and. Lucas Nelson, I want to say. Yeah. Both excellent. Yeah. Excellent players. And this is the kind of music. So uh, congratulations and compliments sure. to the well, person that rules out that I music. I will pass that along. And <laughs> the other side of it is the worst thing you can do sometimes is play what you like. That's true. Because you want to expand. You want to get out there. Right. I notice you're wearing a Black Sabbath shirt. Is that by chance? Are, are you a big fan? Uh, I, I am. I am mm-hmm. for sure. And I also felt like I should probably wear a music shirt because I'm a music guy. Yeah. I yeah. tend to not wear any logos. It's kind of my thing. No logos. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a band I like, so I, I don't mind wearing it. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're, you're pushing music, something that's in your heart. But if you've got a big Nike sticker on your front, maybe not <laughs> right. so much. Right? Not my thing. No. Yeah. No. I get it. I get it 100 percent. But I, uh, I would wear a salsa shirt. Uh, well, thank you. I'll get yes, you one. Because I, I, yeah. I'm passionate What's your size? about the local. Medium? I tr- <laughs> uh, now he's an, he's uh, you're an person. XL, XL, XL. XL. I just got hey, boo-boo you're, you're, with. You're trim. I just got boo-boo with. Yeah, he just hey. got, oh, oh, wow. Wow. oh, to the, oh. So like, you spent oh, a lot of time in the gym, too. I used to. Going yeah, over yeah, yeah I, the gym and the record store. That's why, <laughs> that's why I'm educated yeah. with, um, how many plates do you have there? That looks like 320. <laughs> and, and with my 420 <laughs> over with music. Right on. Segwaying <laughs> nice. rapidly. All of this segueing into good day to wherever you may be. It's time now for Midnight Baseball, your local 8 to 5 chat about sports, Spence. Getting into it. We have a fun baseball question we've been asking some of our viewers lately, and we're going to throw it over to old Brandon here today. When you go to a Dodger game, where do you prefer to sit and buy your tickets? And when you do do that, what do you bring back from the snack bar when you go to the Dodger game? Well, you're assuming that I like baseball. Uh, I'm no. not a fan of baseball. No offense. I know you are. No, you're a magic. You're a music guy, but we're, we're going to keep the question going the same. My my likes are very, very, very 
very specific, and, and baseball just doesn't fall under the uh, umbrella of my interests. That's good. When's the last time you've been to a Dodger game? Oh, man, 30 years. 30 years? Sure. I know I know it's a big thing, but you know, it's, I've just got too many other hobbies going on. No, and that's, and that's totally <laughs> cool because that's what we have to not do. Assume that everyone's this. Right, right. Assume everyone's that. If you weren't to have a hobby to go do something, I'd say, would it be a concert or what, what would you do if you were to have like an outing in well, 805? Hobbies evolve. Uh, I really spent a lot of time with my nine-year-old. She, um, she's almost a concert level pianist at this point. Wow. It's amazing. I wish I could play something for you. But uh, that and violin, um, she's a great tennis player now. Classically trained. So does oh, yes. she go into jazz at all or pop? No, not yet, but she wants to. Okay. <laughs> her teacher won't let her go there yet. But when she hears my music, she's like, I want to I wanna play, um, what was it? Uh, oh, Where Is My Mind by the Pixies on piano. And I printed it out for her. She started playing it because she can sight read at nine. It's like a language. When you learn when you're young, sure. you just do it. Wow. It's amazing. I'm completely jealous of her ability but uh, starts to play it and then mom shuts it down because we've got to stay on track because we have a recital in a week you know so she's playing Bach and, and, and classical stuff so I, okay go I was just thinking well meaning mom shuts it down because you don't want to practice too much something else because the recital is coming up well because you want to practice stuff that you're doing on that recital and then you've got violin practice as well after that and then you have to do your homework and then we have to go to tennis and then the, wow. things are kept pretty busy so my interests tend to be my daughter's interests same I, that's why i sucked up hockey right because my son right. now i gotta you ever see the movie with steve i and ralph macchio uh crossroads? crossroads yeah okay now he threw in some jazz and blues when he was in what seemed to be a Juilliard style school. Right. But wouldn't it be cool if she was playing along and oh, she, she just will. dipped in and oh, she just yeah. put a little thing in there. And it so, you know, the people, the judges or whoever. If we were in a movie, it would work. It would be okay. <laughs> but it won't work. I would that. love that though. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because again, what jazz allows us, and this is why I worked at a classical music station for two years yeah. and enjoyed it. They had two hours on Saturday night of jazz. It is. It's very. And if you don't, Ludwig van Beethoven, they right. really get upset. Right, right, right. And so the jazz that I got, what I love about jazz and, and doing the mixing genres, jazz will take a song. Miles Davis did True Colors, which was a Cindy Lauper tune. He performed that. And it was beautiful. My favorite things was performed by Coltrane with McCoy Tyner on the piano. Oh. Changed the song. The oh. song originally is beautiful. It's a masterpiece. It is. Yeah. And it's 15 minutes that I can listen to continuously. Every time I'd play it in the store when I would manage yeah. back in the day, I'd sell it before the song ended. Yeah. And people <laughs> think, and I love Elton John and musical. I love it. But when you want to hear a pianist, McCoy Tyner could be the guy. Oh, yeah. But when we get also to classical music, if it wasn't for Emerson, Lake, and Palmer when I was a kid, because they did pictures at an exhibition, which is a classical piece by Mussorgsky. I heard it, and that's what pulled me a little bit. So at least it made me toe in to some other music. Right, right, right. I respect the education of a classical music player, though. Right. Well, it's the foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, she can't wait to be let loose and play whatever she wants. And, and eventually she will. She always wants me to expose her to music. She's always listening to what I'm listening well, she's to. She's got the dad. She does. The access I, is ridiculous. So I got her that Olivia Rodrigo indie exclusive baby pink vinyl record that's very hard to get because she asked for it. Awesome. And, you know, I just want to encourage her, her like in, in, in music. She's an awesome player. I can't wait to see where it goes. I'd love to hear. Sorry. If she's playing locally at one of the festivals. <laughs> no, that's it. Right. I'd love to hear the kids no, play. Because I, I can a, play nothing. I know. I'm not much of a player either. I can do this. A little guitar, a little jazz star. Wow, this. That's, that's, that, that's something. That's all I got. There you go. Yeah. Nanny, Very nanny. few people pay big money for that. <laughs> what else we got well, on the list? Well, who pays big money for that? I want to know specifically. 
Okay. I, I, <laughs> I can give you one name. Yeah. So what other questions do we have, Spencer? Well, I just wanted to take a what moment. What is your favorite sport? Is it tennis? I suppose it's tennis, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, but that's what the cool part about our podcast is here, and you never know where it's going. We can ask a question about baseball, and it goes into maybe the best segment about learning about your passion about your daughter. Ah, you know, yes. And that's become the most fun that we've had about is learning these personal stories. Right, right. You know, and I'll go into a little further comment there about being a musician parent, something that I've always kind of wanted to be part of. And so maybe for some of our parents listening in our community, I happen to become the PTA president of Cabrillo Middle School. I have an amazing music program. I've also heard that Anna Kappa has an amazing music program. As a parent, have you started to look into the schools that your daughter might go to as a musician? Being in that she's ninth grade, she's in nine, so she's still in fourth or fifth grade. Right, right, right. Have you thought of looking at those schools yet? Um, you, you know, we don't really go by the school. She plays with the Santa, Santa Barbara String Orchestra. She's mm. already moved on past elementary levels uh, orchestras. So she, we can't. Yeah, no, we yeah. don't really go by the school because, like I said, she. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. She played a chamber recital mm-hmm. in Montecito Sunday with uh, two other musicians. When students they excel too, at those yeah. levels and they go to a school that has music, will they play music at the school or will they just choose other electives and only play music outside? Probably outside. Interesting. Yeah. Well, just her. She's at a different level than I think most most students probably are. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they ain't bragging. bragging if it's true. Her her, her mom has yeah. made this happen. That her mom's a pianist, cello player, and violin player. Got it. And really pushes it. Right. I I would never be able to get her where she's at on my own. Yeah. I like that, and that's why I'm asking these questions. Being a baseball dad, I know <laughs> I know the road from t-ball all the way to the big leagues. We pick right? up what our parents like, though. It's yep. true. But we can get Brandon to Dodger Stadium. Dead and Company are going to be there. Um, Elton John's going to be there. He's been there before. And uh, that's it right now. Uh, so we'll get, when there's a good concert, we'll get you okay. back in Dodgers. Sounds Stadium. good. Sounds All good. right. Cue, awesome. cue some of that superhero music, maybe a little Superman Spence, because we're going to the superhero in the community portion of our show, sponsored by Arsenal Comics. Uh, what excites us about the community is community service. And this week, community service. I was doing a lot. Spence, did you do any community service? I gave platelets again. <laughs> I, I give platelets every two weeks, so that's that's my thing. Did and you? Yeah, I'm I'm at thirty gallons over the years. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm I'm not the most active by any stretch. There's guys out there that blow me out. Uh, you know, there's men and women who've given much more than me. But it's been a thing I've done for a long time. So that is kind of my thing. Nice. Yeah. I like that giving you have going on. Brandon, any community service you put in today, this week at all? Uh, today, this week? Well, I've uh, when we had that break and I spoke of about uh, the video store, mm-hmm. uh, there was a canine and they were talking about the canine training. I'm like, why don't you use the video store building t- to train your, 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 your dogs? So they're there weekly with all their canine dogs. And there's 12, uh, you know, SUV, police SUVs. And all the vagrants scatter. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. But it's working out great. They love the building. They, they do all sorts of exercises. I've gone and watched. Um, I suppose that's kind of a community service. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. But speaking of play, platelets, I had a play, platelet-rich plasma injection recently. Do you know what that is? I do not. Yeah. They take out your platelets. They spin it down to the stem cell. Mm-hmm. And then they inject it back into you where, 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 where you have muscle tearing. And it accelerates the healing process. Did it work? I hope. And it's your own platelets that, <laughs> yes, that yes, go yes. back in. Take it out of here, spin it, Interesting. put it back in, and kind of fan it out. And it's supposed to. Maybe I should do that with some of mine. Well, 
You could if you have an injury. I don't. A sports injury. Well, you no. should get one. <laughs> I, I should improve something that's. Uh, okay. Go hurt yourself. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I often do. Uh, but that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, that's great community work. You know, if if we look at other other wonderful businesses, Mile Twenty Six, uh, Josh uh, got one of the animals. Uh, they did a fundraiser, and they have one of the animals. So we're really near and dear to the community of uh, the police dogs because we know that the canine units They're not awesome. only they not only aid the police officers, but since a criminal, I come out of criminal, he's like, what do you got? A dog comes out of criminal, they're like, okay, I'll stop. Yeah. It's really a, a low aggression way to yeah. stop a crime it from tru- happening. It truly it's is. It's really good. No, and the dogs great. are fabulous. They are. <laughs> My neighbor's a police officer, and he had one of the canines for about five years. Yeah, he was that's canine great. Unit. Oh, they're yeah. great. Near and dear to my heart. Good work. No, it's, it's fun. I got to meet one yesterday. They have a new um, mental health dog. This The city of Ventura Police Department just got on staff, too. So I think maybe in my community service this week, I had a chance to speak at the Ventura City Council meeting last night. That's always a little community advocacy, talking about the budget, different things that are going on. So that might be a little my community service. Is it still a mess? It's still a little bit of a mess. Things are, things are going good. I mean, I think oh, in the sense to where we're seeing some direction identified um, after the pandemic, which is nice. Uh, does everybody agree always? No. Of course. But I guess if, for this week, we could talk about how the safe and clean team focusing on homelessness is not going to be directed that way as much. They're actually going to be dissolving that department a little bit, moving it more into a clean uh, graffiti, a team they're calling BAM, B-A-M. And they're still having homeless services and creating a few more services under this BAM program, which I'm really excited about. It's focused on the beautification of our city, which I actually think goes hand in hand uh, with homelessness, the way your city looks. Are you being attractive? Do you look dilapidated? Kind of all correlates together off of awesome social services and a full wrap thing. So a little of my community service there. Um, but just excited today to bring in Brandon Salzer, talk about the local business. We're going to talk about a few more topics before we let him go. We've been talking for a good 30, 45 minutes here. Everyone live. Appreciate you checking in there. I wanted to hear a little bit before you take off about that live vi- building you have. You mentioned that you have the live, the video building. I know it as Salzer's video because growing up, it's where the DVDs, the VHSs were, and the video disc. I'm old enough to where I used to go to my grandma over by Carriage Square, there used to be an old d- video disc store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that store? Yeah, I, I actually grew up in Carriage Square, the, the, that little housing circle. Wow, near, yeah. The, near the, that mall. There was a video disc store there, and then you get your video disc over at Salzer's. Yeah. And so currently, is the building empty? What Give us a little status update if you can. We're still emptying it out. We're, we're talking to um, some people about renting out to them. Um, but really, it's amazing. COVID really impacted video i mean and most people would say it's a video store with streaming how does it possibly stay open but it was actually doing okay but when movies stopped getting released to movie theaters that meant movies stopped getting released to video because they go to mm-hmm. theaters and video so there's nothing coming down the pike <laughs> and uh we also had issues with homeless because we scaled or scaled back the amount of employees we'd have working at one time to where there's just one employee often working during the day and the homeless would we're not homeless, but aggressive vagrants might come in and really, yeah. Cause problems. Cause problems. Straight up. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. One thing I loved about the store, the parking spaces. Yeah. With yeah, the yeah. Names, my dad did that. Always great. See, more creativity from dad. Yeah. Just fun he stuff fun. like that. That's where his office was eventually. He worked from the second floor of the video store. Oh, it's such a great store. But I will tell you, folks, just for an outing. 
if you're a vinyl fan, if you're thinking back, turntables. You mentioned that earlier. Mm -hmm. So we can get a turntable. Absolutely. You can get a turntable. Self-powered speakers are the new thing, and they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. You plug them straight into the turntable. A lot of them wirelessly, but what... Okay, wirelessly bothers me because you lose the analog signal. People don't understand that. You want the analog. You want corded. But regardless, if you'd rather have your speakers not have wires coming out of them, you can have that. You lose your vinyl. Though. You lose the analog. Yeah. People don't get that. Yeah. Regardless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of these turns- Isn't it magical? That, no, you lose it. No, you're going Stop digital. It. You're cutting yeah. it up, and it's you need turning things. into zeros and ones again. Because, again, when I was a boy, you'd go to Federated. <laughs> you'd go to uh, these stores, and you'd buy these ridiculously large speakers. Yeah. Back then, you would spend $600. And amplifier would be like Oh, that. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many watts you got per channel? Right, dude? right, right. And everybody played over. What's your stylus? What's your turntable? So I couldn't afford the big stuff. But again, the warm sound that came from the tubes of my receiver yeah. and went out to the speakers. And when I dropped the needle, even when you know I was listening to radio back in the day, KMET, it was beautiful. Yeah. And so I would recommend stay connected. Yeah. Stay wired it because gives you the that's best how sound. you hear the sound. It'll give you the best sound. So what are you going to play? What, what, what do you drop on the turntable when you're hanging? The turntable I'm hanging. Yeah, just you, um, you pull a record out and you play it. Well, well, there's a lot of people in our house that want to listen to a lot of stuff, and mm-hmm. the, the listening time is fairly limited considering most of it is my daughter playing music. Right. Uh, but um, uh, a new band I like is uh, The Big Thief, uh, Adrian Lecker. Um, uh, oh, man. I, w- I always want to grab I see. I do have Spotify. People are shocked by that. But you can't beat the convenience of being able mm-hmm. to put together a playlist, share a playlist. And then if I like it, I buy it on, on on vinyl. So I have both going on simultaneously. That's awesome. And when we were talking about Stranger Things, we know that past the Duchy by the, the musical youth, that was used in uh, the final episode of Stranger Things, as was Kate Bush running up the hill. Oh, really? And so kids are hearing this music now. And I always tell them, you know, don't get it from Spotify. Go find it on a vinyl. Go find well, it on something like that. See if you like it on Spotify, then go by the vinyl. <laughs> That's yeah, what I said. You, you can go that you way, can test too. It first. But there's a lot of good movies that are and TV shows that are coming out for the kids where they do play my music. Right. And it's great. And it sneaks it in because when I play it, Dad, don't play that old stuff. But when it's matched up with something they love, the music then becomes they get better. It. Right. Yeah, the music it's too bad that better. that has to be the case. But if it is, I don't care how <laughs> it sure. gets to them, oh, as yeah. long as the if it works, great. is there. I heard a great Cape uh, Bush run up that hill cover the other day. I wish I could remember who sang it. <laughs> but it was a modern version of mm-hmm. it, and it was really cool. Yeah. And this so. is the great thing about music. So, yeah. uh, so happy to have you here and to have this wonderful me. record store that is alive and well and worth a venture. When you say, well, I'm not into a record today, go through the rest of Salzer's because there's lots of stuff there. There sure is. And yeah. thanks, Ventura, for keeping us going. Yeah, as you should be. This is uh, when you look at the businesses of Ventura County, try to think of somebody who's been in the same business longer than the Salzer's name. It's difficult. It's really difficult. It is. Yeah. Founded it, in 66. There might be, yeah, there might be a restaurant out there that has that lineage. There could be. But when you look at it, you know, something like Norn's Market that lasted so long, it's hard to find something that has employed people and, uh, you know, kept people in entertainment and in business and given them a job for that many decades. Nice work. Truly, thank you. You said it right, Spence. Keeping it alive, the past, present, and the future. There's one quote that I tell my kids often, and it's a kind of a tough one. 
All good things come to an end. Okay, and we talk about mom and pops. That's not Salzer's. Mm-hmm. Salzer's is a live and well, past, present, and going future. The end is going to be somewhere, but it doesn't have to be now. Let's get out there and shop. Let's get out there and evolve our music collection. Get some of these tchotchkes you call. I'm going there from now on for my stocking stuffers, for these small things. You know, maybe we'll get Brandon on a different podcast. We'll have him bring his list in and tell us the number, the top 10 items sold and and Salzers, and we'll find these little fun stuff to do. So this conversation is going to continue with Salzers, and we're excited with Ventura Forward, our podcast, to bring in today to support local business. Yeah, I got uh, the shirt from my daughter with two dinosaurs, and one's standing there, and he's got colors all over his mouth. Did you eat the last unicorn? (laughs) She loves, loves that shirt. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so much good music, so many good times. And uh, just happy to have you on board and uh, knowing that music is here with us, uh, vinyl, vinyl everywhere. Uh, You must take it. So I say Jim Salzer's. If I go music, I go with Neil Young. Long may you run. Absolutely. And in that case, our music for our shows are always brought to you by the local band Ray Fresco for another amazing episode of Ventura Forward. As we say goodbye to Mr. Brandon Salzer's and his great business. Spence, we're going to have a good day. Let's go. Let's go.